You are experiencing HR After Dark, made for leaders, HR pros, and those that make people their business. Hosted by Jada Willis and produced by JER HR Group. All the talent, recruiting, and HR solutions you'll ever need. All right, and thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, and I am a People Strategy Advisor for JER HR Group. I'm joined today with Jamie Hadawa, and I'm excited about the fact that we can now just walk the walk, not just talk the talk, and that our competitors are also collaborators. Jamie is a entrepreneur, HR, and very passionate about global employment. And so, Jamie, welcome to HR After Dark. Thank you so much for the introduction. And just to expand, yes. I'm Jamie, co-founder and managing director of Agile HRO. We're a global employment platform helping business expand internationally and compliantly to hire, employ, and payroll remote teams. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So we're going to have to break that down for folks, right? Because we use a lot of internal jargon. I know exactly what you just said, right? So (laughs) because I'm in this space, but I think for our listeners, I mean, they're all across the world. So really break down, tell, tell us about the platform, what, you know, dig into the services. What do you really provide? Mm, that's a great question. So we built Agile for, to really solve the problem of how, how businesses can hire their teams compliantly and remotely um, all around the world without setting up an entity in a particular country just for employment reasons. So what Agile did was we set up our entities, because um, mm-hmm. we have the know-how and the expertise to do so in jurisdictions. We're largely in APAC, Latin America, and mm-hmm. Europe. And we are the employer of record. That's a big part of our, our, our core business. Employer of record services to help employ the person, payroll them, give them the benefits that they deserve in every single country that they're employed. On top of that, we obviously run payroll. We also Mm -hmm. specialize in global mobility, so helping companies also relocate foreign talent to different countries for either period of time or permanently. So, yeah, that's basically an overview of of what a typical global employment platform would would help. Wow, you are a person to know and be connected with. Jeez. So if organizations based in the U.S. are expanding internationally, you'd be a really good person to call. Oh, yes. And actually, U.S. customers and U.S. companies are our bread and butter. Uh, mm. They come to us specifically looking to hire in, in, in specific markets. Typically, as, as, you, as we both know, it's not easy to navigate different laws in different countries when it comes to HR. We can't be specialists in every country. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, you know, if, if a U.S. company is just U.S., you know, that also has their mm-hmm. limitations. So they come to experts who know the countries that they want to move into. Oh, my goodness. You're a perfect partner. I even just in thinking through this, I have some folks that I need to send your name to as well. Just because from a JER perspective, I mean, we're focused on the U.S., right? And so I mm. think we could just have synergy there. Now, yeah. You know, and just thinking about laws that vary, you know, state to state. And I I get overwhelmed just thinking about California law, like let alone international. 
what are some of the unique challenges that businesses face employing internationally? That's a great question. I guess the biggest challenge that people come up against is knowing how to navigate the employment laws of different countries. So whatever Mm. might work in, say, the U.S., doesn't work in other countries and same vice versa what works in Australia doesn't work in other countries as well so I think really knowing the employment laws or having a partner or legal firm to de-risk your business when employing Mm -hmm. people overseas that's definitely one of the the biggest challenges we're facing the second is obviously compliance with payroll and taxations when it comes to employees social benefits as well so most countries nowadays will have social security or some type of mandatory payroll costs. Knowing that and actually being able to build that into your business's budget for mm-hmm. moving into or hiring overseas is super important. And then the last one I would say is is probably even more so important is the local culture. I think, you know, it can be forgotten sometimes that when you're moving into a new country that you really need to think about the local culture, what is appropriate in one country is not necessarily appropriate in the other and making sure that your business is really aligning to uh, making that employee feel like they're understood from a cultural perspective. I I love that you're mentioning that. I, I completely understand what you're saying. And I think from a very small bucket, you know, that's, that's happening from a U.S. perspective. But whenever you're thinking through, and I guess this is shifting gears just a little bit, but I want to know about the current employment markets, though. So, you know, I know that you're making it way easier for organizations to expand, employ internationally. However, what does that look like? Because right here, it's a job seekers job market. So I really want to learn more about what you're experiencing. Great question. I think Certain regions are going through, you know, a current economic uncertainty, which has impacted, you know, the amount of layoffs that we're seeing. I think for other regions, it's quite different. There's challenges still associated with COVID. So it's Mm -hmm. left a lot of regions in a candidate short market. And there's a lot of businesses who's, Mm -hmm. who's, still growing, but they're competing for talent. So then they're having, yeah, exactly. So now they're having to look outside in different jurisdictions where they can hire or find the same good caliber of talent, either for the same or a lower cost. So they're starting to shift into looking at, okay, what other countries are. But once you get access to being able to employ people on a global scale, then it also Mm -hmm. becomes another different type of challenge and competitiveness. So yeah, different things are affecting different regions in the current climate. Mm-hmm. I think what's also happening at the moment is that organizations tend to look for what is more of a cost-effective way to mm-hmm. say hire their teams. And that's typically why they would go internationally as well. I agree. And so what's really interesting is that one thing that is on the forefront are compensation analysis and benchmarking studies, you know, from an HR perspective. And so I guess another thing, I'm going to use this as, as my knowledge. I'm, I'm really interested. You know, is that something that you're seeing that's prevalent as well, or are, it's just really not an issue? Fair pay practices. 
So I, that's a very interesting question. Um, and it's come up recently because obviously certain states in the US have launched their transparent salary benefit packages as well. Yes. And it's interesting whether other countries will do the same. I'm not 100% sure. But businesses who tend to be more remote first or hybrid, like hybrid models, are doing the salary uh, benefits benchmarking to see what they can offer as a global standard for employees. So you have that side. Then you have others that are mm-hmm. also doing that exercise for a completely different reason, and that could be because of the economic climate of where their business is to see, okay, if we have to reduce X amount of staff because they're costing us X amount, perhaps we can hire those teams in different jurisdictions after doing the same exercise. So, yes, I'm seeing we're seeing it quite a lot. Again, very industry-specific right now. Interesting. Okay. Um, that would be... I mean, I guess we're seeing that as well from an industry perspective, but across the board, organizations, and that's small businesses to, you know, Fortune 50 organizations are really looking at overall compensation practices, pay philosophies. I mean, you know, there's so much to focus on, but I think that the employment market also is impacting their pay practices equitable, as well as just having a more of a compensation structure that is competitive to make sure that we're doing this whole cycle of, you know, finding the right talent, keep the right talent. So it's it's what we're experiencing as, as HR professionals for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think, you know, one one glove or one shoe fits fits all. Certainly not. And I think it's always going to be ever evolving as new future of work trends happen, as things start to get <laughs> more competitive mm-hmm. when we're talking about using technology more than we're t- talking about using people. So yeah, it's it's going to be a shift. Yeah. I like that you're saying that. I mean, it's true. It's, it's, you know, we have clients that are just like, oh, I mean, you know, when will this end? To some degree, I mean, we're, it, this is a, it's a living, breathing business, right? And so mm-hmm. Because of that, there will always be wins, there'll always be problems, and there will always be continual effort placed on how do we how do we compete, how do we grow, how do we scale, you know, all of those pieces. And I think that's one thing that you mentioned that you you love helping organizations is is growing and scaling. Am I right in that? Yes. Exactly. Okay. How do you so how do you go about doing that? What does that mean to you? So for, for us, and I'll give like a really good use case is that we helped a AI company start from zero people and we helped them scale to, to 200 people globally, putting in place the, helping put in mm-hmm. place the HR strategy to yep. then make sure that they can hire and grow strategically. So we worked with them to to meet those strategic goals. And that gives us a sense of like, well, and especially me and my entire team, that gives us a sense of, wow, we really help build this. Mm-hmm. I, so tell me about that. Like, I want to hear more about like that passion because you can, and I can sense it, but tell me about the pieces of your business that you are insanely passionate about. So the one thing that we do, and I guess why we're so passionate about the EOR space as well, is that we've implemented a 
really, really cool social cause. So every time a client hires an employee through Agile, we'll sponsor mm-hmm. a one-child education in <sighs> Cambodia for one Love year. Love it. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, this drives our team. The, the more employees that we have employed by Agile, the more kids we get to sponsor through Google. And, you know, we're giving them a way to navigate the next generation of Cambodian educators. That's at the forefront of our business. And, you know, my team really drives to that because it's not just a, okay, we're a startup, we have to make profit. We, we give back the same time as that we win, when we win businesses. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why it's so passionate about it. The second thing is, is that I love problem solving as well. So, <laughs> as we all know, HR is not without, uh, it's never a dull moment and it's never a dull day. So, helping businesses navigate these, say, employment laws in China and then also employment laws in Singapore, Australia, or Portugal, or wherever. Everything is so different. Working with businesses to navigate these issues and helping get to solve that problem is also what drives me on a day-to-day basis, and it really drives my team. So, yeah. Love it. I love it. I, I love whenever we can connect back to just doing good, being good, kind people, but just operating still in our zone of genius. Like that's, that's magic. And that's really the purpose of life. So thank you so much. I, I think you are fascinating and you are a great resource. And so I'm encouraging all listeners to really get to know you, reach out. And if there is a question, because I think that you could just be such a well, again, a resource to so many that probably think that it is just scary. Like I wouldn't even know where to start from an employment perspective, U.S. to international. And if you do have existing business, you know, internationally, this is a great opportunity to have this resource to continue to grow from a, a talent-based perspective. So I, I love it. And then that's a win-win for all of us. So I want to I want to leave our participants with one last question to ask. And you, oh, we have listeners all across the world. What is it that you want to share? What is the final thing that you want to share on HR After Dark? I think the final thing that I would love to share is that going back to what you just said, don't be scared. It's an adventure. And with the right partner, you'll be able to succeed. And that's taking it back, not just to you know a HR partner, but any partner that you use to grow your business or to expand it in in a different way, make sure that you partner with someone that is going to be transparent, that's going to really help you build your business. And that also aligns with your own company goals because I think it could be a fantastic partnership. And Mm -hmm. if anyone would love to get any more information from me, you can contact me on LinkedIn. I'd be more than happy to have a chat. And yeah. Awesome. And we'll post that below in the comments as well. And so, so anything from a website perspective, how do we, how do we access Agile and you immediately? I listen to this and I'm like, oh my goodness, I got to talk to you. Great. So you can contact us on agilehro.com and the, the meeting, the calendar on our website goes directly to my calendar. So you can book a meeting with me to have a chat. We'll put my LinkedIn in the in there as well. Okay. All right. Fantastic. And this year I am focused on ending all podcasts 
with a call to action that is a theme or something that resulted from this recording. And so I think you set it up best, Jamie, is that I am asking everyone, I challenge you to do something that scares you. So whether that is expanding your employee base internationally or something that's been on your bucket list for quite some time, challenge yourself, do something that scares you.